0: of Cargo Facts Connect, the podcast of Cargo Facts, the newsletter of record for the air cargo and freighter aircraft industries for over 40 years. I'm your host, Andrew Kreider, Associate Editor of Cargo Facts.
1: And I'm Robert Luke, Associate
2: Editor of Cargo Facts. And I'm Jeff Lee, Deputy Editor.
0: Unreported this week, the Russian Defense Minister threatened to destroy any transport aircraft originating from NATO countries arriving in the Ukraine, as long as those aircraft were carrying weapons materials for use for the Ukrainian Armed Forces. This th- statement threatens both military and civilian aircraft alike. Primarily, most of those aircraft now arrive on the border with P- Poland. Carriers like National and Antonov Airlines have been operating out of there. Another company, Meridian Limited, has been operating a Antonov AN-12 from the headquarters of the Bayraktar Defense in Turkey. It is rumored that that Aircraft has been carrying supplies for the important Barakhtar Defense UAV, which Ukraine has deployed in its fight against the Russian armed forces. This week was also a big week for earnings calls. Robert, what did we learn for these calls?
1: Thanks, Andrew. In other news, Atlas Air, their first quarter results came in, and it has paid $150 million to cover the majority of the pre-delivery costs that are still outstanding for all four of their new 747-8s and they have also succeeded in uh, placing them under long-term agreements. In addition to that, four new 777 freighters will be added to meet customer demand, which is increasing. Atlas confirmed that there is very strong interest for the additional 777s and look forward to sharing the details on those placements and future calls. Five seven, seven, fs currently under lease with Atlas will be purchased at the end of their lease term, the first of which was purchased in March atlas posted first quarter earnings of 202.8 million and adjusted net income was 88.8 million on a reported basis net income was actually 81.5 million atlas projects the second quarter revenues to exceed 1.1 billion and that will come from flying more than 85,000 block hours in february atlas established a 200 million dollar share repurchase program and atlas began entering into that program by completing a $100 million transaction on the accelerated share repurchase in exchange for 1.2 million shares.
2: Meanwhile, ATSG also reported its Q1 earnings. And the most interesting thing to come out of that was that ATSG has signed a deal with ASL Aviation Holdings in Ireland for three A321 freighters and two A330s. Now we don't exactly know which variant of the A330 this is. But it is interesting nonetheless, because ASL already um, has two, three A330s that it's operating on a CMI basis for DHL. Now the A321 would be a completely new platform for ASL. Um, It currently has two or three, seven, five sevens. Um, But on a more general note, it is renewing its narrow bodies with, a large amount of 737-800 BCFs. But this is reflective of the growth of the express segment. Um, and, and obviously, ESL is a huge provider of ACMI and CMI services uh, for many of the integrators and in, in express companies. Um, and on a different note, we had 2 stories this week. One about Jet1X a transferring production 747-400F from long tail aviation to Air Atlanta, Icelandic. And the other one was about a ROM cargo in Romania. This, this carrier received a 747 last year. Um, we believe there are connections to aerotrans cargo in Moldova. Um, and this, this airline had its AOC briefly suspended um, toward the end of last year, um, but that was that issue was resolved. Um, but this second aircraft um, was resurrected in 2021. It had been stored for a while. They brought it to Jakarta for heavy maintenance, um, and now it appears to be almost ready for service. So. We'll, we'll see what happens to this aircraft and, and what they do with it. But it is interesting um, and is part of this continuing theme of people bringing 747s back online. And there are a few more that we know of on the way. So we'll cover and observe these these movements um, in due course. Um, and finally, we're just about to depart the US and head to Dubai because, of course, CargoFax EMEA is taking place next week. And this is particularly exciting for the two of you, since it will be your first time. So let me ask you, each of you, uh, for your thoughts on this. What What are you most looking forward to?
0: Jeff, I'm glad you asked. Uh, for, for all of our listeners, Jeff and I are currently in our car driving to Washington Dulles Airport to catch our flight to the uh, United Arab Emirates. Um, and there's a lot to look forward. It's been a very busy year for the cargo industry. And I think the last week really teed up for a exciting conference. Primarily, I'm looking forward to the speakers. Um, I know we'll hear from uh, Bluebird Nordic, my apologies, which has just been growing at such a precipitous rate this last year. And I'm really excited to see their thoughts on that and how that growth will play out in the years to come. I'm also excited for a panel that I will be moderating on sustainability. Sustainability is top of the mind for many air carriers, and we'll be hearing from both Boeing and Air France and KLM on the subject. Air France and KLM just this past week completed a challenge to themselves to fly and operate flights in the most sustainable manner possible, and I'm really excited to see how that all turned out.
1: That sounds very interesting there, Drew. Uh, Jeff, what I'm looking forward to is the freighter fleet forecast. I'm very curious to know how, you know, the lessors and operators will not only rebound, but forecast and plan strategically going forward uh, with the freighter situation or uh, transition that had to take place due to pandemic. And how can they pretty much assure their customers that you know, dedicating their services directly to the freighter operators will alleviate some of the setbacks that we experienced due due to the pandemic. So I'm very interested in the freighter fleet forecast. I'm excited to learn about the new aircraft technology and innovation as, of course, everyone's going sustainable green, whether it's electrically driven, uh, operation uh vehicles and, and and uh supporting resources for the aircraft to eventually looking forward to not only just doing the sustainable fuel that uh andrew mentioned but eventually turning into some electric engines that could potentially power long distance uh freight hauls. and additionally some of the cargo drones you know that i think will uh intrigue me very uh uh what will will, reach, will pique my interest as we look forward to this event coming coming up here this week. And I'm definitely wanting to see what the lesser's outlook is on the freighters and conversions because again, you know, as we transition into this uh, new era of freighter movement and sustainable technology and learning the lessons from the pandemic, what did they come away uh, from an experience perspective and learning perspective with uh, what we just went through the last couple of years and how are they preparing to uh, better, uh, better facilitate some situations like this that may present themselves in the future. So I do believe uh, this will be some very key pieces of interest for me as we uh, get ready to prepare for this wonderful week of the EMEA
0: conference. Well, that's all the time we have for today before we go through the TSA checkpoint. To those of you listening, thank you for tuning in to this episode of Cargo Facts Connect. For multimedia content like this, check out CargoFacts.com and search CargoFacts Connect on iTunes and Spotify. Join us again next time.